listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. If you didn't know what you pressed play on, that's the name of this podcast. My name's John. I'm here with Tiny. What's up? As always, the world's greatest host of podcasting, Christopher Tiny Sullivan. Well, thank you. Yeah. And we're here to bring you some weird, wild, wacky news from around the world. Mm -hmm. Along with a little bit of banter, a dash of Southern charm. Really? That's true. You know, just a dash of it. Not a lot. (laughs) So... Uh, how was your week this week, Tiny? Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, my house is under contract now. Oh, nice. So Nice. Do y'all have somewhere you want to move yet? Or is it you still moving <laughs> in with your in-laws? Well, I have somewhere that I want to move to. Okay. So the question is, you know. Does Tara want to move Does there? Tara want to move there? Because Tara's going to get her way. Yeah. I have put my foot down on maybe five things in our marriage. Yeah. And she hates it when I do that. Sure. So I don't do it often. It's got to be important. I did tell, she, there was one house that she kind of liked and I did not like it. And I told her I was not going to work until I was 70 to pay for a house that I hate. And I was <laughs> simply not going to move there. And if she needed my signature on anything... <laughs> That had to do with that house. She wasn't going to get it. Well, you know, so, uh, I was, was not happy to hear I, me say that. I was thinking this last week. You know, they do make 15-year mortgages y'all could get into, <laughs> right? I mean, just in case you didn't know, you don't have to sign another 30-year mortgage. Mm-hmm. You can get it. Your payments are going to be a little higher. <laughs> a little, little bit. <laughs> a little bit higher. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it may work. That may be an option for you. Might right. explore it. I don't know. Uh, My plan is... Uh, for some relatives to leave me a whole lot of inheritance that yeah. I can use to, the old to rich, pay off all the debts. Yeah. The old rich uncle financial plan. <laughs> right. I got you. If that don't work out, rob a bank. <laughs> well. Probably shouldn't say that on a public podcast. No, nah, I think it's all right. <laughs> Nobody in the banking industry listens to this podcast. <laughs> you know? If you listen uh, to this podcast and you happen to work in a bank, uh, write in. Yeah. Maybe give me some tips. Earth oddity at planetmail.net. <laughs> yes. You can email us in. What are big deposit days? We need to know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, prayer still for you. Yeah. And the whole house buying and selling thing is, to me, not as bad as buying a car. Buying mm-hmm. a car is the worst <laughs> right. thing ever. But it's still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then... If you're like us, you sell your house, you don't have anywhere to move yet, then you got to move in with somebody and stick all your stuff different places. And it's just a huge hassle. Mm -hmm. And I'm a hassle-free type of guy. You know me. I don't like a lot of hassle in life. So I really don't even mind that. For me, it's the trying to come to some kind of agreement to completely different people who... Or so I guess technically we're supposed to have the same values, but it certainly don't seem like that, at least not in housing. Well, uh, I don't know that housing is a value judgment, though, that's, right? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, but it's more preferences. Yeah. And Tara may want like big closets and you want like an outbuilding or something. <laughs> right. You know, I just I can't help but think that when Moses was you know, writing Genesis mm-hmm. and he wrote, he writes, you know, uh, a man for this reason, a man shall leave his mother, his mother and father and, yeah. cl- and cling, cling to his wife. And yeah. the two shall become one flesh. Yeah. 
I can't help but think he was maybe snickering a little bit because it's like <laughs> this hilarious practical joke he knows. that God played on us. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say having bought now three houses in my life is I had in my mind like these things I will not go for in a house. Mm-hmm. And as long as none of those are on the table, then I didn't care where we live. Right. So maybe you can come to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know, we'll see. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. I will say on the the good news as far as our house being under contract, we ran into this uh this strange situation where there were two parties mm-hmm. that wanted it and they got into they a little bit a of a bid bidding war. war. Yeah. And get a little over asking for it. I, yeah, a little nice. I don't know, eight grand more nice. than what we listed it for. That's good. So now the catch is we gotta get it to appraise for that much. So <laughs> Well <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Like I feel like I I think we discussed this with home inspections. Like I feel like the realtor people are all like, "We're gonna sell this house no matter what because right. I need commission." So I'm gonna get the guy that's gonna appraise it. He's gonna he's gonna do me right mm-hmm. because I'll kick him down five hundred bucks out of my commission if he just gets it to appraise at the right amount. Right. That's always been my feeling. I don't know if that's true. I'm sure that's fraudulent and illegal. <laughs> But I'm Since also, when has that stopped anybody? Right. Yeah, I'm also, uh, I also understand how the world works, too. Right. So maybe, I don't know, though. But as far as... Realtors let me know how that works, right? As far as odd news goes, what happened last week? Well, I got a ton of odd news. Uh, I got so many stories, I don't even know really what I'm going to do. I got a KFC story. Mm-hmm. Got a COVID story, okay. I'll probably do. And then a football story. So mm-hmm. there we go. KFC, COVID, and football. The, right. the three wise men of the odd news. <laughs> the triumphant of the triumvirate. Well, I was going to talk about Chinese iron crotch kung fu. Okay. We were going to talk about a woman who was using her iPhone in the bath. Okay. But I wanted to start with this. Amazon driver dumps packages in the woods. Oh. And I, I'm sure this happens... A lot. You would think so. But the reason we're going to talk about this one is because of the... Because uh, of D.O. Rocks. This is him. This is him in this story. <laughs> yes. Let's just be honest. This is a story about him. I don't know what he was doing in South Jersey, <laughs> but... Yeah, long haul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Police in South Jersey charged an Amazon driver named D.O. Rocks <laughs> after they allegedly spotted him tossing packages from a delivery truck into a wooded area. They said he was hollering nacho gumbo bingo. (laughs) (laughs) A Logan Township police officer was on patrol November 2nd when he saw an Amazon van parked on the southbound shoulder of Route 130 near Jackson Street. He spotted the driver, later identified as Desmond Gould. Now, I'm assuming that's D.O. Rocks' real name. That's his real name. That's his real name, just so y'all know. (laughs) Throwing a large box from the van into the woods, he first told the officers when he was asked what he was doing that he was throwing his feces into the woods. Naturally. According to his affidavit of probable cause. Of all the excuses <laughs> that you could Maybe he didn't want to get in trouble for littering. You know? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he didn't want the police officers to go out there and, and look yeah, for what he was throwing. True. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a wild one. But I mean, if I was the police officer, I'd be like, Okay, you were throwing boxes full of poop? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> you were just throwing it, with, flinging it with your hands. So if I was an offer, I'd be like, well, I got to smell your hands, you know? <laughs> or we're going to get this dog, too. That's right. <laughs> we have a dog for that. 
Get over here, uh, Officer Scuffy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they found that uh, the packages that he had been dumping... They were no pun intended. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Kevin who loves bonds. <laughs> eleven packages that were worth a total of two hundred and eighty-eight dollars and eighty-seven cents. Well, that ain't a much. No, not not a whole lot. I mean, that's going to stink for that kid. that's not going to get his yeah. Power Rangers. Right. But, no, uh, yeah, this is a Batman action figure is not <laughs> yes. coming. Police allege that he was hiding the items and then he planned to later retrieve them according okay. to his summons. Which it all makes sense. It make, now. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. He was charged with theft and illegal dumping, and then he was released pending a future court date. Amazon issued a statement about the incident Thursday evening. This does not reflect the high standards we have for delivery service partners, company spokesman Leah Say said. We take these matters very seriously and can confirm this individual is no longer delivering Amazon packages. Sure, Bezos ain't going to put up with that. <laughs> right. I mean, that's oh, just standard yeah. company line. Yeah, no, they probably took him out back and let a robot shoot him, mm-hmm. you know? That sucks. I know a guy who got fired from UPS for stealing packages. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. It happens a lot, don't it? He actually stole a firearm. Oh, wow. Well, they started seeing some stuff. He worked like on the loading dock or Mm -hmm. whatever. He never got to to wear his brown shorts and drive a truck, Mm -hmm. you know? And he, if (laughs) I know at least one person who listens to this podcast knows who I'm talking about, and I'm not (laughs) going to say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. And so uh, he was he was lifting items off the loading dock, everything with insurance, so right. that people could get could get reimbursed for it. And he took a gun. Well, that got the ATF's radar raised, so they started sending mm-hmm. guns through. And he took one, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, the ATF shows up. We're like, hey, we need to talk to you <laughs> about this rifle that you took. Wow. And he spent a maybe a year or two in a minimum security prison, and he's out. Living life. Sounds to me like he got off easy because yeah. if anybody out there listening to this knows anything about the ATF. Oh, they'll kill you. And some of their history. <laughs> yeah. They don't. No, they do not play around. They don't play around. They will kill Borderline you. Borderline operate outside yeah. of the law. Now. <laughs> They've done a lot of things that you're like, how is that even legal? How did you get away with that? They have. I mean, just to be honest here, they've. uh They've dialed it back since the Oklahoma City bombing. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there's a correlation there, well, now, but they have, they're not as vicious as they used to be. Well, now hold on, the Oklahoma City bombing. If that didn't push them over the top, then Waco definitely should have. <laughs> well, Waco was before that, right? <laughs> no, it was after. Oh, it was. Timothy McVeigh. No, uh, I take that back. You are absolutely right. See? Timothy McVeigh. I'm wrong. I should listen to John, who knows everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right again. Right again. John was right again. Yes, Timothy McVeigh. He was. Absolutely at Waco, not in there, right. but he was watching it happen. And that's yeah, he why got he, mad. He got mad and he went and bombed something. I heard a whole lot out of the ATF since then. Well, just let's be honest here. <laughs> well, there was Operation Fast and Furious, but mm. Barack Obama was president, so the news didn't well, talk about it. <laughs> as as President Obama said, there's not a smidgen of <laughs> controversy during his right. presidency. No, we know that to be true. Right? No, scandals. no scandals. They were phony, phony yeah, scandals. All phony. Yes. They weren't shipping guns across the border to the cartel. And none of those guns were used to kill U.S. Border right. Patrol officers. No, none of that happened. None of that. There was certainly no mass surveillance. Sure, that was uncovered not. while he was in pre- no. while he was president. No, they weren't surveilling journalists. No, and, yeah, no, none of that. But Trump, he's real. He hates journalists, <laughs> well, right? Well, he called up countries, you know, bleep whole countries. <laughs> he sure did. So he sure did. Everybody got mad about that <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't see anybody lining up to move to any of those countries, you know? Show me how great it is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, do we know who the president is now? I mean, has it been settled yet? Well, I mean. I've checked out a little bit. I know there was a Supreme Court case that didn't get taken up, like Texas mm-hmm. versus everybody. I guess Texas versus the world. I feel like we've known for a while yeah. who's going to be president. It's just we don't, we're trying to <laughs> they let won't half let the it country go. off kind of easy. <laughs> well, let's move on to COVID, Tiny. Yes. Are you going to get the vaccine? Eventually. I've decided I'm going to get the vaccine. Have I said that on the podcast? I'm you said record. that you were going to watch your wife and see what happens to her yeah. first. <laughs> I've just decided I'll go all in. I okay. mean, once you've eaten a lot of random pills you found on the ground after a concert, <laughs> you really don't have, you don't have any standing to say yeah. you're worried about putting anything in your body anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've decided I'll just go all in. Well, let me tell you about South African's chief justice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's unrepentant for leaking COVID vaccines to guess what? What? Satanism. (laughs) You thought I was going to say autism, but it's Satanism. (laughs) Even worse than autism. South Africa's chief justice has dismissed concerns that he may be endangering people's health by leaking coronavirus vaccines to a satanic agenda. I would like to see the satanic agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do they have it written out somewhere? Is there a flow chart we can get access to or something? I mean, if you want to look at it, don't you have to, I don't know, take an oath and sacrifice a virgin before you can look at that Pro- kind of stuff? Yeah, probably. They're that makes gonna, sense. They're not just going to show their world domination agenda to just, just anybody. Only at Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> yes. That's when they show their whole plans. Everybody <laughs> right. knows that. And you got to have some guy in his basement with yeah. a whiteboard and some yarn. Absolutely. Connecting <laughs> yes. all this stuff. They got a very poorly shot YouTube. Video. But if you want the well laid out, the bullet point outline that makes yeah. sense, then you, you you're going to go. have to eat a baby yeah. before you can do you that. you got to kill a virgin. <laughs> yes. All right, just let's be. Well, anyways, the comment by Mogoing Mogoing, I think is his name. <laughs> same person, last name. <laughs> that name sounds satanic. <laughs> Mark the first time since the outbreak of the pandemic that a senior judge had aired such preoccupations. Um, South Africa's registered more than 22,000 deaths from COVID-19. Those are those are rookie numbers compared to us. You know? <laughs> yes. Golly. They, gotta, they need to do some more testing. Yeah, they got to get some more testing done. Uh, worries quickly surfaced in the country uh, where a new medical, medical interventions are often controversial that people might avoid the vaccine as a result of his comments. Now, people in the U.S. are avoiding the the vaccines too. Right. We are a Christian nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it so is Satanist. Now, now we know it's justified. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Baptists haven't called for a boycott of the vaccination yet, have they? Not that I'm aware okay. of. I haven't got, got a text from church granted, saying that. I have silenced church texts. Yeah, I know. So maybe I something looked, was in one of those. I looked, Maybe it was Friday. We got five of them in one day. <laughs> five of them. Yeah. Could have all been condensed into the latest one they sent uh-huh. at 2 p.m. in the afternoon or whatever. And this may be a little bit inside baseball, but uh, he uh, he really, really, really likes those text oh, messages. Oh, loves them. I know. <laughs> if you speak out against them, came you're up, the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> came up in a deacon's meeting. He kept, <laughs> apparently, they're called flock notes, I guess. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're getting all off of Satan Satan vaccines now to inside oh. baseball with our church. But I feel like our listeners feel like they're members of our church anyway. 
Yeah, they're called flock notes. So any bullet terrible name. Just just for the record, terrible name. (laughs) I imagine that's the Mastex program that some Christian nerd created and has sold to churches around the U.S. Anything that came up, it's like, all right, well, we're going to resurface the parking lot. (laughs) Brother Allen was like, I'll get a flock note out about that. Like, make a note on this note, man. <laughs> We're going to talk about maybe just rolling over our budget that we use next year into the into this yeah. following coming fiscal year because we don't really know what the year is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I'll get a flock note out about that. I was just like, oh, no, my battery's going to be ran down. <laughs> You know, I can think of the absolute perfect name to mock those, <laughs> but I'm scared. No. I'm, I'm yeah, scared no. I'll go to. <laughs> yeah, we'll get canceled for yes. sure. <laughs> so I think they're useful. I'll say this. I'll think they're useful. I just think we could condense them, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's some needs that come up and people need to know right then. So, I, you know, I can't really. I don't know. It's I just, feel like Twitter just, is the perfect yeah, that would be, uh, substitution yeah. for flock notes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But for but some reason, you teach. If, you're, if you're if you're 55 years old, you can't right. figure out Twitter for some reason. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to teach some of the people in this church how to use Twitter <laughs> and then have them arguing with other people on Twitter. <laughs> it would be beautiful. <laughs> 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 yeah, it would be beautiful. It really would. Um, let's get back to Satanism. <laughs> One of my favorite things, topics, as everybody knows. We are um, children of the 80s, so. Yes. Mo, Mo Going, who frequently displays his Christian faith while performing his duties. So this is a Roy Moore of South <laughs> Africa. Yeah, yes. That's another inside joke. <laughs> uh, prayed at a public event on Thursday that people should be spared any vaccine that sought to advance a satanic agenda of the mark of the beast. I love it when we throw the mark of the beast out just right. willy-nilly, too. Addressing questions about this at a news conference on Friday to release a judiciary report, he said, if there is any vaccine that is deliberately intended to do harm to people, that vaccine must never see the light of day. I cry unto God to stop it. He went on and added, I don't think the vaccine must ever be compulsory. You can't impose a vaccine on people. Why should you? I agree with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Even if I think people should take their vaccines, yeah. I don't think you should be able to force someone else to do that. No, not at all. That yeah. clashes with that gets all up in my this libertarian is my body, values. my choice. <laughs> yes. You know, my body, my choice. So, uh, anyways, as we all know, being Christians here for our Christian listeners, mm-hmm. the vaccine clearly is Satanist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this guy's only confirming what we all knew, anyways. Right, and it's the mark of the beast, of course. And you're going to have to get a COVID vaccine before you can buy or sell stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. or go out in public or anything like that. But I just figure I get it, and if something crazy happens to me, you know, like mm-hmm. if I. If I die or whatever, then I'll die as like John laid down his life so we know not to take the vaccine. <laughs> and I could be a hero. I go on in as a hero, right? <laughs> That's what I want you to pump out if I die from the vaccine. Whenever okay. I get a chance to take it, mm-hmm. that John died so others will know not to take the vaccine, this Satanist vaccine. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the Lord's work. I'd like you to sprinkle a little Lord's work <laughs> gotcha. in there too. Yeah. When you're speaking at my funeral. Well, let me tell you about somebody who will not be taking the vaccine. Okay. Uh, a woman dies after dropping her iPhone into her bath. 
huh. which they're waterproof, right? They are. That's uh, the, definitely the later models are. Yeah, I've got an iPhone XR, and I've gotten mine in the swimming pool. Took some pictures and oh, stuff, you know. I'm not that brave. <laughs> the problem is, is it was plugged in charging. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll do it to you. That'll hurt. That'll really hurt. A Russian woman has died after getting electrocuted by her iPhone, but she dropped it in the bath. Osela Simnova, 24, was found dead by her flatmate at her house. They shared in some crazy word Russia. I believe that's <laughs> Arkhangelsk. Nailed it. After she got a massive electric shock. Uh, I screamed. I shook her, but she was pale. She did not breathe and showed no signs of life. Her flatmate, Daria, told local media, I was really scared. When I touched her, I got an electric shock. Oh. She said. Still a little charge in her. Still so. Russian authorities have issued a warning following her death, asking people not to use electric appliances while they are in the bath. Now, I could have swore, I remember Louis the Lightning Bug singing a little story. Yeah, right. Singing a song about it when I was a kid. Yeah, did Louis the Lightning Bug exist in other parts of the world, or was that just an Alabama <laughs> I think power that's thing? just Alabama. Okay, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> no, he, I, out of nowhere, Louis the Lightning <laughs> Bug reference. But yes, I totally remember it, too. Yeah. Oh, you got to play it safe around electricity. That's right. That was his song. Yeah, you should. I'm going to find it. Let me tell you more work to do, Tiny. (laughs) You should find that and cut it in. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about radios and dryers, you never use them around fast to shower. I get the idea. You got to play it safe around electricity. You got to play it safe around electricity. Anyway, it says that her death is one of a number of similar fatalities in Russia in recent years. So. Okay. Now, I don't know about Russia. I know here in America, we are absolutely addicted to our smartphones. Sure. Uh, people, you know, a lot of people don't go to the restroom without their smartphone. Well, yeah. No, you need something to do. And right? so, a uh, bath too, but uh, do not. Yeah, don't, not with it plugged <clears throat> in. It should, should go without saying, but it, <laughs> right. it, if you've used your iPhone battery and it's about dead and you want to use it in the bath, you just need to let it charge yeah, for a little bit right. before you get in there. Well, the bath... I don't. I don't take baths. Do you take baths? No. Yeah. There's I'm, not a bathtub big enough for true. me to take one. There you go. <laughs> uh, it just seems like you're stewing in your own juices. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, like hey, all this filth water, I'm gonna sit in until the water gets cold and my skin starts wrinkling. It just seems kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. I just rather take a shower. But I've never wanted to look at my phone while I was in the shower, though. You know, I can stay disconnected long enough for that. I'll even go to the bathroom without it sometimes if I'm just going to, you know, swoop and poop, just <laughs> just fly in there and get one out and get on and go. Yeah. I'll admit, uh, if I'm in the shower, I do like to uh, turn Pandora on. Okay. And listen to some time. Listen to heavy metal while I take a shower. There you go. It's like ex- the most extreme shower <laughs> you've ever heard like about is, is Tiny taking a shower. Yeah. So Hudson listens to music when he takes a shower, too. Yeah. I don't because Dieter's still asleep in the morning. Otherwise, I would, mm-hmm. but I can't. I don't want to wake her up early. Mm-hmm. But y'all woke up this morning. I don't know what it was. I don't know if I slept wrong. I had a really, I had a crushing headache this oh, morning no. when I woke up, and it felt like I had a hangover. Like no joke. But I had not drank anything. Maybe you did in your dream. <laughs> like I didn't. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel bad or anything yeah. outside of having a headache, and I was like lightheaded a little bit, and I was like. I, that's what I told Deidre. I was like, I feel like I have a hangover and I didn't even get the fun of drinking. So this is sucks. I should just drink. I think I know what happened. What? This was an alien abduction. Ooh. 
and they flew you to some bar somewhere. <laughs> An alien and y'all bar. had a great night. <laughs> and then they wiped your memory. They didn't need to wipe much because yeah. of all the heavy drinking sure. you did. Yeah. But what little bit was left, they went ahead and wiped it. And so you had to hang over it. But you don't have any of the stories about not bad. Zip Zorp. And yeah. That's whoever. not bad at all. I, that, I will take that. <laughs> well, let's talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay. People forget because Kentucky Fried Chicken rebranded themselves as KFC mm-hmm. because fried food became bad for everybody all of a sudden. But they're still Kentucky Fried Chicken to me. And... This story, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. It blew up on Facebook. It's a very short story. Uh, Mario Lopez, who you may know as A.C. Slater from Saved by the Bell, my favorite show of all time, Saved by the Bell, who was such a loser, could never really get with Kelly. (laughs) He was stuck with Jesse Spano, Mm -hmm. which is weird, by the way. She was a weird girl. Anyways, Mario Lopez will play Colonel Sanders in a KFC Lifetime original movie a recipe for seduction. Huh. Fast food giant Kentucky Fried Chicken as chicken is frying up a batch of drama for Lifetime with the premiere of its first original mini movie, A Recipe for Seduction. The movie will feature former Saved by the Bell star and current extra host. I didn't know I didn't know that AC was still doing anything. I didn't either. I figured just sitting at home drawing Saved by the Bell checks, <laughs> doing cocaine and stuff like a normal Hollywood star. He's going to play the franchise's iconic Colonel Sanders character based on its founder. The poster features Lopez with salt and peppered hair, glasses, and a beard. While the pilot has yet to be released, the film's poster promised finger-licking intrigue. We, uh, this is the tag on. We all have our secrets. His just happens to be a recipe for seduction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The original Colonel Sanders was named Harlan David Sanders. David Sanders, who founded the company during the Great Depression. Um, The first franchise location opened in 1952. It debuted today at noon on Lifetime as we record. Oh, wow. I can't believe I missed it. I can't either. I'm going to go home and find it and watch it, though. Mm -hmm. There's one thing I love. Is it streaming anywhere? We're cord cutters at our house. I'm sure. I don't know. But if there's one thing I love is fried chicken and seduction. That's two. That's an unbeatable combo if you come coming to me yeah. with it. I'm partial to eleven herbs and spices too. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? I don't know if it's still this, but at one time the Kentucky Fried Chicken Twitter, the KFC Twitter, mm-hmm. the only people it followed were the Spice Girls and <laughs> uh, three guys named Herb or something like that. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And when a dude figured it out, mm-hmm. like, you know, and pointed it out on Twitter, they sent him a picture of him riding piggyback on Colonel Sanders, like a painting of him riding piggyback <laughs> on Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Can we talk about their advertising for just a minute? Sure. Like, like KFC, they're on this thing right now where they're having celebrities dress up as Colonel Sanders. Like, yes. What's the... And of course, now we got a, a Lifetime mini movie yeah. starring A.C. Slater. What's the... What do you think is the... I think that they I think that they have leaned into the joke. Mm -hmm. All right. Number one, let's just get it out here and be honest. Having an old white guy called Colonel as your mascot is rough, right? (laughs) In today's day and age, right? Okay. Okay. A southern white dude with a string tie on. Okay. Mm So they've just leaned into it, and they're getting people like Reba McIntyre and Jim Gaffigan and all them to Norm be. Norm McDonald, didn't he? Yeah, do one? Norm, I think Norm yeah. did one. Norm's super funny, by the way. He is. Greatest 
espy monologue ever. You need to go find it on YouTube if you're listening was to this. Were you talking about Michael Jordan's divorce? Or oh, something? he went all in on everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whenever they post clips of like uh, on Instagram or whatever, ESPN will be like, these are the greatest espy monologues. They never include his, but his is by far the greatest, <laughs> yeah. the funniest everything. They try to make Peyton Manning funny. I've been over that. Peyton Manning's not funny. Everybody he was needs funny to, in an SNL sketch. One, one sketch, <laughs> one time, ever. And for some reason, he's parlayed that into like he's a comedian, and mm. he's not. Which I don't like Peyton Manning anyways. Everybody knows. Mm. I've, I've been on record. I don't like Peyton Manning. Took HGH. People forget that he was cheating while he was in the NFL. <laughs> he was getting it mailed into his wife's name or whatever. But somehow his forehead grew like six stories while he was in the NFL. <laughs> Probably because he was taking human growth hormone. And I'm no scientist, okay? But everybody acts like he's the greatest guy ever. Whatever. I mean, he led the band after they beat us in Tennessee, and that's always bothered. It's always bothered. Anyways, so uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that. I yeah. got off on Peyton Manning. I got flustered. Anyways, Peyton Manning sucks. Reba McIntyre yeah. as Colonel Sanders yes. creeped me out. Yeah, but Reba's pretty cool. I, I love Reba McIntyre. I think that's why it bothered me so much. You know? <laughs> Did it slightly turn you on or something you were uncomfortable with? <laughs> well. Because that I, happened to me. <laughs> that's what I say. I've always loved Reba McIntyre, but then to see her as Colonel Sanders, yeah, it, it made me uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Well. I think KFC has decided they are going to just be just to make fun of themselves mm-hmm. for the marketing because the marketing is a lot different now than it is, for yes. everything than it used to be with the internet, and so they're coming up with stuff that goes viral, like short clips. As if you mm-hmm. love Jeff G- Jim Gaffigan or Reba McIntyre, you're like, oh my goodness, this is so weird or funny, and you're sharing it, and they're still selling fried chicken because people still are healthy. But some reason we all like fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken's amazing. Well, I hate it. And I think part of the reason I hate it is because they have not called me or you, either one, <laughs> to dress up as Colonel Sanders. We would be great for it though. You know? <laughs> Maybe how about this? How about a KFC commercial about us being ticked off that this small time podcast duo <laughs> never got tapped for that to play be... Colonel Sanders? <laughs> what if they we did like a oh what what is it? Uh where the guy who stands on on the shoulders of the big guy, what no, if, you know, master blaster, yeah, master blaster. <laughs> but we were Colonel Sanders, and it was me and you. <laughs> that might that might be perfect. Call us KFC. I want everyone listening to this and our listening audience to get a big piece of poster board and write Tiny and John for Colonel Sanders yeah. and go stand on the side of the right. interstate. Yeah, no, I agree. Across the nation. That would be, just tweet them. The <laughs> yeah. Earth Audi podcast yeah. should be Colonel Sanders. <laughs> That's all we need from you. Which, they they had like this bowl one time that was like all the leftover stuff they couldn't sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, you know? Huh. It had like corn and mashed potatoes and chicken bites and everything oh, in it. for you to like purchase to yeah, eat you could at the end of the day or whatever. Buy it or, okay. Yeah, you could, you could purchase, buy it and eat it. And huh. it was like the the the... $5 bowl or something. It was just like, hey, man, that's all the stuff they can't sell. You know, like they're cleaning out their pots and putting it in there. <laughs> all right. Well, something, I, I mean, as, as much as I hate KFC's advertising, I do like it better than Chinese Iron Crotch Kung Fu. Okay. You do? Did you know that was a thing? I did not know it was a thing. No. I'm, I'm intrigued, though. Credit to Dio Rocks here. All right. Uh, this comes from Reuters. Chinese Iron Crotch Kung Fu Master's fight to preserve a painful-looking tradition 
Oh. <laughs> it's funny because the dude's name is Wang. Wang Lutai is no ordinary Kung Fu master. The 65-year-old from a village in central China practices a unique and excruciating-looking strand of martial arts coined Iron Crotch Kung Fu. Ooh. Or in the village that I come from, we call that Iron Monkey style. <laughs> Iron Monkey style? <laughs> yes. Okay. Its most famous technique involves a steel plate cap log, which is two meters in length and weighing 88 pounds, swings through the air, and then smashes into a man's iron crotch. Right into his crotch. Right into his iron crotch. To his nether regions. His when, loins, to when, be biblical. When you practice iron crotch kung fu, as long as you push yourself, you will feel great, said Wang, who is head of the June Tune Martial Arts Academy. I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> well, Just, sorry, sir. It doesn't look like that's the case, but I mean, this, this is what he says. Wang, who has been practicing the technique for about half a century and has two children, insist that with the correct methods and sufficient practice, it does not hurt and it has no effect on fertility. Well, I mean, you just think you get numb after a while. I don't know. <laughs> you get hit with a log in the nuts every day for 20 years. It just doesn't hurt anymore. And it doesn't affect your ability to reproduce, sure, according yeah. to him. Look, man, you ain't going to keep that bad boy down. <laughs> we all know. Every guy knows. Log or no log. Uh, the iron crotch mastery of which is gained by taking hits to the body's weakest points while using Qigong breathing techniques to ensure... To inure oneself is just one element of the branch of Tong Baekwon Kung Fu that has been practiced in Wang's village for the past 300 years. What reckon 300 years ago what they were sitting around? <laughs> it's like, hey, bu- hey, Tiny, I bet you I can hit you right in the crotch of this log and you'll double over. And it I, just took off from there. I think this started with the one, the smallest kid in the village and everyone just liked to tie Dude. him up and, and right. hit Kick him in the right. crotch. Yeah. But then he like becomes a kung fu master. <laughs> I don't know. But there's no pain like getting hit in the crotch. Yeah, I mean it. It is not fun at all. No. Yeah. If you take a direct hit, it'll it'll put you down. And I know women are like, "Well, I've had babies and everything." Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like the old joke. Like getting hit in the nuts is worse than having a baby because. After a while, a woman will say, I want to have another. But a guy will never say, I want to get kicked in the nuts again. Except for Wang here. <laughs> yeah, except for Wang. What an appropriate name. What an appropriate name. He says, we also have iron throat, iron head, iron chest, and iron back as well, said fellow master 53-year-old Tang Chin. All of which sounds better than iron crotch. Yeah, I would pick up any of those. Yeah. The style of Kung Fu practiced by those in Juntun Village on the outskirts of the ancient capital of Laoshang was historically a fiercely guarded secret, but concern has grown that fewer and fewer people are taking it up. I wonder why. (laughs) I wonder why. They're worried it might not survive. (laughs) I mean... You got to be a real good salesman to talk somebody (laughs) into that. It's ain't like going down to the Taekwondo place or whatever. Yeah. I mean... This is a lot tougher than just uh, handing out your little brochure. Yeah, right. Yeah, coming to a school and doing a, a like, we're going to break boards and everything. Like this uh, concrete block on fire. Yeah, and punch through it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, no. 
Like if you if you do the uh, the iron crotch karate demo down at your local middle school, everybody's gonna be like, "No, man, I ain't signing up for that." Now look, I'm gonna show up to watch it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll be there to watch it. But, I'll, I'll but don't it expect me to sign up for your class. Oh, right. No, you're definitely not getting your fifty bucks a week or whatever. Well, I uh, for one, can't wait for Cobra Kai season three <laughs> with, with the curse of the iron crotch <laughs> says that there were once around 200 people regularly practicing in the village. But now that there's just over, now there are just over 20 people and the number that can practice the iron crotch technique has dropped from around 80 people to just five. There are five long wow. masters of the iron crotch Kung Fu. I just, I just, I thought Kung Fu was for self-defense, mm-hmm. right? Like the iron crotch I could get. All right. Getting, getting where you could take a kick to the, to the nuts. I don't know another way to say it. I'm sorry, <laughs> Gabby girl, uh, to the nuts or whatever. I can see how that would be beneficial, but what's your attack method like in the iron <laughs> yeah, crotch? Know. You know, I'm, I'm more intrigued by that, to be honest with you. need some offensive. <laughs> yeah. I want to know here. what your offensive game is. Says uh, Wang and his fellow masters started to actively promote their style of kung fu, adopting the swinging log device in 2016 to demonstrate the iron crotch technique, where previously villagers had kicked, punched, and just used bricks or sticks. So mm. they they got this log to build <laughs> to. It's a show. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're putting on a bigger show for people. Uh, their efforts have helped them gain several new students in cities across the country who learn using so- social media. Or custom-made videos posted online. So they have incels in China, too, <laughs> I guess. I so. guess. <laughs> if there are mo- more students, carry it forward and spread it to the whole country and the world. If they can carry this form of Kung Fu forward, then my dream will come true, said Wang. And that's the end of the article. If they really want to promote Iron Crotch Kung Fu and bring it to a new generation of Kung Fu students, I think they got to adopt a... Cartoon, an animated character okay. in the next Kung Fu Panda movie okay. that embodies this technique. <laughs> the only question is, what animal are they going to get? I would go Armadillo. <laughs> Armadillo? Yeah. They I was have thinking a tough like, shell. Well, I was thinking of like a, a rooster. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but there's That's already, even better. <laughs> well, I was going to say, in the last movie, there was all, already a master chicken. So. Oh, there was? Mm-hmm. I'm not up on my Kung Fu Panda. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't know that I've even seen one of them. Oh, man, they're great. Well, that might well, be great, I mean, but that don't mean I'm ever going to watch them, you know? <laughs> I guess you could, even though they've had a Master Chicken, he could come back, I guess, as Master Gamecock and, and be Master Iron, Iron Crotch Master. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope Wang here is successful in keeping the, his martial art going. Right. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but yeah. not at my house. Yeah, not at my house. <laughs> I just don't. You would never get me to sign up for that. No. That's a promise. I, I will get 100 shots of any vaccine you want to give me before <laughs> I sign up for now, that. Now, granted, there may come a day when the socialists rise up and I'm sitting in a gulag somewhere and I'm getting kicked in the crotch every single day. Sure. And I'm wishing, man, I really should sign up for those classes. That would have been really great. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. you'll never talk me into it now. No. Well, I'll develop those skills when I'm in that situation. <laughs> yeah. I just learned to go through yeah. it. Yeah. That's all I can do. Um, well, let's move on to Mississippi. Uh, America's crotch. Uh, iron crotch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Mississippi. 
This actually is a story from the Miami Herald, Herald, but it's about Mississippi. Mississippi Department of Corrections says chicken wings and pot were thrown into the into a prison in footballs. Okay. So corrections officials at a South Mississippi prison said they confiscated dozens of illegal cell phones and pounds of marijuana and barbecue chicken wings, some of which were concealed inside footballs and thrown over a prison <laughs> fence. I don't hate it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't I would like to I mean is whoever chunking these balls over the prison fence got some eligibility left? You know? <laughs> oh, I mean, can no. we can we get them in for a workout over here? Uh, the footballs and other packages cleared South Mississippi's correctional institutions double 18-foot-high fences around 1.30 a.m. Monday and were detected by the prison sensing technology, officials said in a press release. The contraband was split into 25 packages, which included 38 cell phones cigars, 20 pounds of tobacco and rolling papers, four pounds of marijuana, and seven pounds of barbecue chicken wings. I mean, <laughs> I'd want some. If you're going to send all that, you better throw me some wings in there, too. <laughs> right. you know? I mean, while you're at it. Yeah. Um, he said, Superintendent Andrew Mills said Security Chief Michael McClendon spotted the vehicle carrying the items. A search is underway by state and local law enforcement. The inmates found connected with the smuggling attempt will lose eligibility for early release and accumulated earned time, officials said. Mississippi Department of Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane, what a great name, Burl. <laughs> That's a Southern name all the way through said gang leaders use contraband as a way to control other inmates. We're choking off their operations they've used for decades to control prisons, he said. Now we're installing and using the latest security systems, drones overhead, and cameras and scanners everywhere. So they're shutting it down, he says. Hmm. But I still, you got to love the, let's put it inside a football, let's put some chicken wings inside a football, <laughs> throw that bad boy over. Yeah. If it's one of those Nerf ones, with the tail, whatever they call, you know? <laughs> the, what were those I can't called? remember was, either. Was it the Nerf Zoom or something? Um, you could chunk one of those a mile. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't hate people trying to smuggle stuff into prison. Uh, but if you get caught, you are going to get in trouble. Yeah. So. And I would much rather eat chicken wings out of a Nerf ball than eat them. Out of a leather one? Well, I was going to say out of somebody's, you know, bum bum. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the traditional no, way. No, the old keister. <laughs> the yeah. traditional way to smuggle things. Yeah. That's, in prison. That's a, yeah, I don't want the chicken wings out there. <laughs> I don't care how many of the baggies ch- you put them in. Maybe chitlins, you know? <laughs> Maybe chitlins. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of Yankees probably don't even know what chitlins are, but it probably would taste about the same if they came into prison that way. <laughs> have you ever had them? Yeah, I have. I actually have not ever had them. I've now, had I them. would try them, but I've never had them. I've had pig's feet, pig's mm-hmm. tails. I've had uh, ox tails. I've, I won't try any food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good. Hmm. Oh, well, chitlins, you got to put enough hot sauce on them that you don't know what they are to really enjoy them. At least I do. Seems like they would be kind of rubbery. Yeah. They? Got okay. a little, yeah. Got a little rubbery too. A little, <laughs> okay. t- a little rubbery consi- consistency. Gotcha. To them. Well, you know what else is good on chitlins? G- any guesses? Uh, Cajun curl, Bayou blended Cajun spice. Cajun curl, Bayou blended spice, baby. <laughs> 
We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice, all right there on their website, CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, chitlins, oxtails, pig ears, pig's feet, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, uh, putting Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice on them will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blend of Spice, and you can find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bible's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, uh, Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace in Northport, and Mark's Mart in downtown Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code, exclusive promo code, EOP10, that's EOP in the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's what Tiny said. Yep. All right. What are we going to do now? Whatever you want to do. <clears throat> we got a review. Okay. You want to do reviews? Let's do reviews. We got a review here. Came in December 5th from a apost- apostolic Emmy. I think that's a apostolic Emmy. Ap- I like apostolic. <laughs> that sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, apostolic. You're right. You're 100% right. You went to Bible college. <laughs> Anyways, her title is super funny. Five-star review, of course, as 99.98% of all of our reviews are. It says, I love listening to your podcast. That story show sent me over once again. That story show. You guys are coming with the reviews. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, so hopefully your ad is paying off. Keep up the great work. Love the Alabama accents, by the way. Y'all guaranteeing everything and saying, okay, cracks me up. Highly recommend. Perfect. Great review. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Appleist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Emmy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Emmy. I appreciate it. And once again, whoever wrote the ad for that story show did an amazing job. Amazing. I mean, an amazing job. Really brought in some listeners over here. Uh, was that the only one that we had? That's the only one we have on iTunes. Well, it just so happens we have another one. Oh, okay. On Podchaser. All right. Uh, now, for anybody that doesn't know Podchaser, it's kind of like the IMDB of podcasts. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a way for podcasters to feel more important than they really are, <laughs> where you can go and anytime you guest, you can like put in that you were, you guessed it on this episode of this podcast ah, or whatever. So, okay. But you can review a podcast on there too. And Phil was very kind to do that for us. It's five stars. And he says, happy to review here because Apple sucks and I refuse to use it. <laughs> okay. As, uh, a lot of people feel that way. 
Seriously, Apple wouldn't even be here today if it wasn't for Bill Gates' $150 million investment. Hmm? I didn't, okay. I cool. didn't know about that, but I will, I will defer to his expertise mm-hmm. here. Yeah. This podcast is hilarious. When I heard about it on that story show. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. I decided to give it a try. It's a real treat, like a slab of perfectly smoked ribs. There we go. And not like the ribicue. <laughs> you talking about the McRib? <laughs> yes. The McRib. Uh, way better than that. <laughs> I wonder if Cajun Curl would taste good on ribs. I have had it on ribs, and it's very yes, good. Yes, it is. Yes. Anyways, I highly recommend Earth Oddity. John and Tiny deliver the funny every time. P.S. If y'all are ever in Kansas City, you're welcome to crash on my couch. Okay. If I'm ever in Kansas City, I will absolutely hit you up because I don't know if uh, Dio rocks. I don't know if he'll let us stay there. (laughs) Especially after we slandered him with our first story. (laughs) Yes. I will probably just get a hotel, but maybe we can say hello or something. (laughs) Tiny can stay at your house. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, thank you so much for the review. Absolutely. Uh, once again, if you're not leaving us a review, if you're out here listening and you're not leaving us a review, mm-hmm. you're 100% wrong. I don't know another way to say it. <laughs> and you just need to fire up the old keyboard and type us in one. It doesn't take that long. And for all our original listeners, you're letting that story show audience show y'all uh, up. Yeah, they are <laughs> They are bringing the heat. They're man. kicking y'all's butt. They sure are. They sure are. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I, it makes me feel good to have strangers tell me I'm awesome. Yes. So I, I love it. It's a big ego boost for me, as everybody knows. I need all the compliments I can get. Well, next, what do you say we, uh, what do you say you learn us some stuff? Okay. As we ask you questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Yeah, join our Discord. Link in the show notes, and you can ask me any question you want to. The Discord has really taken off. It has really. I can't keep up with it. Anymore. It's got a life of its own yeah, now. I, I remember when we started a Facebook group way back in the day when we first started this. Sure. To begin with, it was just me and John talking to each other. <laughs> That's right. And then it just picked up steam, and mm-hmm. now I still post in there, but. There's, you know, it is taking on a life of its own, and yeah. our Discord is getting to the point where it's doing the same thing. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Uh, yeah. I love uh, putting communities together. Sure, and, our community is awesome. By and the way, grow yeah. in our name, we're all we're all really cool. They, uh, uh, I guess it's Do whoever Tiny created a politics channel, and it's the nicest political debate I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he asked for a, po- a politics channel. I was like, eh, I don't want yeah. to do that. And then he, and then somebody else was like, Yeah, politics. So I made him admin and, yeah. and started a politics channel. And there you go. I just crossed my fingers and <laughs> hope that it doesn't. Uh, oh, we'll see. Consume well, our audience. We'll have people leaving the show because somebody, <laughs> another listener, made them mad about something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we've also we got nerd chat. John's not allowed in there. I'm not. I've. I haven't even. <laughs> poked my head in nerd chat <laughs> we've got a grateful dead channel That's i right. haven't poked my head in there i don't i don't do as much with that as i thought i would do and i made it <laughs> you know i was really fired up when i made it and then i was just like eh, now nah, i don't think anybody cares about it other than me so and then like all servers we got a general channel we got mm-hmm. a patrons only channel for the patrons that's right and then i think probably- that's where tiny post shirtless selfies <laughs> is in the patrons only so join the patron and join <laughs> yeah. the discord so you can see tiny shirtless <laughs> And I think the best channel is the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hear what's going on <laughs> okay. this week. Russell says, go ask. 
What walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three legs in the evening? Okay, this is like super old. I know the answer to this. <laughs> okay. This is a riddle, and it is a human because four legs, you're a baby, and then two legs when you're like middle life, and then when you're old age, three because you got a cane. Gotcha. There you go. There you go. I knew that one. Like That's 100% right. Well, you know everything. That's, yeah. This is why we ask you questions because yes. you know stuff. There you go. Chris asked, why aren't Baptists allowed to dance? Oh, because dancing leads to hand-holding, and hand-holding leads to premarital sex. <laughs> Everybody knows this. Now, see, I was taught backwards. I was taught premarital sex leads to dancing. <laughs> that's why we don't practice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole asked, what is the best non-French fry snack food? Ooh, I would say monkey turds. Do you like monkey turds? Those are probably my favorite out of all of them. Do you know what monkey turds are? Swiss cake rolls for the uninitiated. Uh, I love Swiss cake rolls. Yeah. yeah. Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies are pretty good, too. But Now, that is the breakfast of champions. Yeah, for sure it is, because that's what Coach Saban has. But uh, <laughs> He has... He has two every morning, right? Yeah, and he yeah. has as many championships as Bear Bryant. Yeah. And it's looking like he's going right. to get another one. I said Bear Bryant's breakfast of champion was uh, bourbon. so <laughs> <laughs> He should have switched to the Debbie case. <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, Swiss cake rolls or monkey turds as they're known in my house. <laughs> All right. That guy, 6017, asked, in the word scent, is the S or the C silent? Ooh, scent would be, the C would be silent in that one. Okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Don't ask me why, but I know <laughs> that's 100% true. Maverick asks, why do people find Pentecostal churches so weird? I come from a Pentecostal church, so I don't understand what is so weird about us. Okay. Well, you guys are a little bit over the top. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade here. You guys are a little bit over the top. The speaking in tongues things really is, I think, the number one thing that gets everybody mm -hmm. more than anything else. But y'all got great music and y'all got y'all get into it. I've been to a lot of Pentecostal churches in my life. Mm -hmm. So I, but the speaking in tongues thing, I think, would be number one, probably right. that puts people um, on edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and I would say growing up Baptist, uh, I actually don't think Pentecostals are I, I feel like the stories that Baptists tell each other in youth group are probably way more extreme sure. than it actually is. Sure, yeah. But there are a few examples out there that uh, I love, and this is probably the reason you get some of the... Yes, Lord. 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 Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Oh, hallelujah. Well, Pentecostals, they run the gambit. Kind of mm -hmm. like Baptist Church. I mean, you got your Pentecostal, we're going to handle snakes, you know? And we got your Pentecostal who's got a couple electric guitars and a bass guitar and a drum set up front. So. Which is anathema to Baptist. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> Lord. No, we can't have any of that. So, yeah. And Church of Christ, they're not even going to have oh, the piano and the no, organ in their service. There was none of it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, so, yeah, I just think that uh, 
when when people think Pentecostal, they immediately go to the far mm-hmm. right, you know, like as crazy as they can be, like dancing around with snakes and drinking strychnine and stuff. But which is what humans do. Yeah. I mean, right. you see it in politics too. If you're if you're a conservative, you see all liberals as straight up communists sure. who want to march in with guns and put everybody in the gulag. Yeah. And if you're, you know, liberal, you see all conservatives as incredibly rich white people who are racist yeah. and well, all the Church of God people that I grew up with were just as normal. And I, I mean, they were mm-hmm. all just normal people. Yeah. So they just hollered a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like at Baptist churches, you get an amen or something every now and then, <laughs> but it ain't too crazy. Yeah. We've gotten into raising our hands a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, but I've still never raised my hands in church. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's going to have to really tell me to do that before I do. I, right. just, I don't know why, but my dad had never raised his hand either. So. At least that I remember. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it is. Any other questions? That guy, 6017, asked, if you could change your name to any name, what would it be and why? Ooh, I'm kind of happy with my name as it is. I've never really given it any thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably go with something cool. Like, like Snake? Like Buck. <laughs> okay. You know, Buck's a good name, right? Yeah. Last name, Wild. Oh, yeah. But with a Y. W-Y-L-D. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Buck Wild. Wild. Buck Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That'd That's be a great good. radio DJ name, too. Oh, that's true. Buck Wild in the morning. <laughs> 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 or what about this? Your your radio your morning radio show could be called Morning Wood <laughs> with, with Buck, Buck Wild. Wild. You're tuned in to the Morning Wood with <laughs> Buck Wild. And your, tag- <laughs> <laughs> and your tagline could be, uh, night wooden, but morning wood. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't listen to as much morning radio as I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess because I listen to our podcast. And I feel like podcasts have filled that niche yeah, now. Right. Yeah, right. Because you can listen to them anytime. Yeah. Well, like the most popular radio show around here is Rick and Bubba. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they can be really funny, but you also you're gonna have to wade through like three hours of them talking about how the Supreme Court let us down by not taking up <laughs> yeah. Texas, you know, right. or Texas's lawsuit. They betrayed so, the Republic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I went back not long ago and tried to listen. Like I was like, I'm gonna listen to Rick and Bubba because they're we're kind of same space mm-hmm. as they are. Just a couple of country guys trying to make jokes. They're and, way bigger than us. But, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But then I was like, I can't take it. You know, like it's too much. There's <laughs> right. not enough funny here. Yeah, for me. Not, it yeah. needs to be more funny, less, yeah, less Fox News. Yeah, less Fox News. Yeah, exactly. All right. Raytheon asks, will there be guests on the show someday? Just curious for any plans, socially distant from the mic, of course. Uh, maybe. I, you mm-hmm. know, I haven't given it much thought. Yeah. I did try to get a guy to come on our show once. I sent him a friend request on Facebook, and I don't think he's ever approved it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he really liked me. But, uh, you know, maybe we can can get something. I would like to get Deidre Mm -hmm. on and Tara on, maybe. Maybe our kids or something. We could do like a fun little, let's interview them. I don't know. Uh, And I would also just like to put it out there that uh, I have actually – done an interview with the guys who run the uh, memes for Jesus meme page. Oh yeah. And I just, I, I recorded that back in June and I still haven't released it. And that is my fault, you know, <laughs> but I will be getting that out hopefully before the end of the year. Okay. It's actually all you, edited. You it's, put a deadline now. Okay. <laughs> it's ready to go. Yeah. I just can't get my kids to shut up long enough for me to record a little <laughs> teeny intro. tiny intro and a little teeny tiny outro to bookend it yeah. and then just put it out. But well, I need to get it out. 
Uh, what? Yeah, I would like to maybe do. I thought maybe I could uh, record some segments with like Libby, you mm-hmm. know, and just through my iPhone, and we could upload them at some point in time. I just hadn't gotten around to doing it. I don't know that Thomas would care to. He's you know fifteen now, and he's too cool for everything. Hudson is. He would try to turn it into the Hudson Long podcast, and <laughs> I don't want that. So I feel like Libby's our only option, <laughs> right? Who you hear at the end of every show. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, maybe we we, we don't rule out guests. All right. Chris asked, what the heck is going on here? And he posted a picture. I think this is a uh, announcement uh, picture, okay. like a baby announcement picture. Recipe for baby. One cup mommy. Three pumps daddy mixed with love. Bake until, until July. Um, That's poor choice of words. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yes. But that is something that like a middle class Southern girl would do to try to be funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the only thing that's going on there is a lot of cringiness. Yes, yeah, and probably also, if I'm being honest, uh, there's two expectant parents who think the rest of the world cares sure more yeah. about their pregnancy than they actually yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, new parents, and I love God, love you because I was there too, and you <laughs> think everybody loves your kid and all, but really. Like maybe ten people in the whole world really care about your mm-hmm. kid, and uh, and you're just a little over the top with them sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's just it's just natural to be proud because you made another human. That's a huge thing to be proud of. Yes, I've made three in my life, mm-hmm. three other humans, and I'm happy and I'm proud of that. But I try to dial it back, you know, because there's a lot of people who've made yeah. other humans. Yeah. All kind of it's people. not that yeah. unique. No, yeah. There's people who have way more than I do, for sure. <laughs> yeah. The Duggars, golly, they're putting them out once a once a month, apparently. They probably need to ease off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back. I, think, I mean, goodness gracious. No offense, let the lady we've got enough Duggars, okay? Yeah. Let the lady rest. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right. And then that guy asked, if any time you walked into a room and a song could play, what song would it be? The Boss by James Brown. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's the coldest, baddest song ever. So um, everybody, I would recommend to go listen to it. It's a great song, and it's be perfect theme, ball, theme music for anybody walking in a room. If you have questions for John, you can join our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go ask him those questions on the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. Yeah. And he'll answer them 100% correctly. That's right. Honestly, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yes. Now we're going to move on over to our voicemails. Oh, yeah. Well, sooner or later, our show is going to be only community news. You know? <laughs> it does seem like it gets longer and longer right. every week. It's going to be only community news. Maybe we should try two stories apiece next, next week. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I'm, let's just let them rock and roll. It's fine. I'm glad people want to interact with us. All right. Our first voicemail comes from Jacqueline. Hey, John and Tiny, it's Jacqueline. Hope you all are staying safe down there. Um, Great show last week. Uh, I kind of had to shake my head a little in disbelief at the the stories about how you wouldn't save your pet, you wouldn't spend money on your pets. So just a real quick story, Um, keeping in mind that my husband and I have no actual human children. She makes a good point. That'll do it to you. Yeah, right. If you have have, uh, other humans in your house. 
that will kind of kill the love you have for your pets. Speaking of new parents, one of my favorite things is how for like years they're like, well, we love little Buster, our little dog and all that. And he's in all our pictures. As soon as they get that baby, you'll never see that dog anymore. You know, <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken than when the tramp told lady when the baby moves in, the dog moves out. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when we first moved uh, in together, we had a, a few pets, and we had a hamster. He was a, an albino teddy bear hamster, very cute, but a hamster. Nothing real special about him. Anyway, he got sick with wet tail, which I guess is very common, and uh, I ended up taking this hamster to the vet. Yes, I did, and I actually got him a prescription medication uh, for wet tail. Had to go get it from the vet, pay money for that. So this hamster, which could have been replaced for probably 10, 15 bucks, ended up costing me, oh, I think it was like 100, $150 in mm. medical bills. Um, he did mm. live for another like two years after that. So it was great. And we loved him and he's awesome. And uh, would I do it again? Yeah, I would. Because again, um, we have no human children and uh, that's where I guess I put my priorities. And as you've often said, People can do with their money what they want to do with their money. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, look forward to the show this week. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> wow. Wow. We've had hamsters. Mm-hmm. All of them have died. <laughs> <laughs> Like you just walk in one day and they're just dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I mean, they had perfect little environments and mm-hmm. food and water and all that, and they just died. We probably owned five hamsters over time. You know. When I was a kid, I had two like white mice. Oh yeah, that I kept in like a little terrarium type yeah. of thing, and uh, you know I had them a little water bottle. I fed them every day. I guess one of them decided he wasn't getting enough food because he ate the other one. (laughs) One of them ate the other one. What a lesson. And as a kid, I remember that had a huge impact on me. And I thought, okay, these are animals. (laughs) And they will do what animals do. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We had a chipmunk one time Mm -hmm. that my cat had caught growing up. And we saved it from the cat, put it in a little cage, like a hamster cage, and kept it. And it died on Christmas morning. (laughs) (laughs) Chipper was his name. That's funny you say that, because we actually had chipmunks, too. Again, brought to us by our cat. Yeah. So Right. We had chipmunks in the yard at the old house. Mm -hmm. I could never get the dog to do anything with them. Like, (laughs) he would just sit there and watch them. Right. My neighbor had a cat that would stay outdoors and it took care of them real quick. I mean, it was like... It well, cats are killers. Yeah, that was so yeah. much fun for that cat. He was just killing chipmunks left and right. Chipmunks will tear your yard up, by the way. Huh. They will tear your yard all up. All right, and then we also got a another voicemail from Dio Rocks. All right. All right, here we go. Hey, fellas, this is uh, Chris Williamson. I uh, once more headed to be Santa Claus for the children of the Creative Kansas City area, so I figured I'd uh, give you a call and say what I had to say. I saw on a Facebook group this week something that kind of triggered my PTSD. I think it was Stan that posted a, a photoshopped image of Mr. Spock from the original Star Trek using his Vulcan nerve pinch on a child. Uh, that picture was placed on the cover of a an old uh, child-rearing book by Dr. Benjamin Spock. And uh, it wasn't as funny to me as it might be to some people because I don't know where she got the idea, but at some point my mother learned that a good way to control your children was to, to use that pinch at the base <laughs> of the you know, that little bundle of nerves at the base of your neck or meets your collarbone or whatever. And that, so, you know, we'd be in the store bouncing around 
acting up, carrying on, and uh, all of a sudden she'd reach over there and grab a hold of your neck and then lean in and, and whisper all the potentially uh, criminal violence she was going to visit upon you uh, once, you know, we left the store. So, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't, it really was quite as funny to me. It actually, you know, all that made a lot of sense. But, you know, don't, don't judge my mother too harshly. She's only about 4'11", and, you know, less than 100 pounds probably, and uh, she uh, had two boys that were bigger than her by the time they were 10 years old, so <laughs> she had to terrify us early to make sure we didn't get out of line once we, we ever realized that we were bigger than her, so. Standard, standard yeah, parenting right. advice there. Yeah. You gotta get the, uh, you gotta get the bluff on them before they... Yeah, never let them know they can take you. Because one day they will. Yeah. One day they will be bigger, and if they're not bigger, they will be younger yeah. and fitter than you. So uh, absolutely. You got to get the upper hand quick. And it worked pretty well. As my, as my father always said, uh, she's little, but she makes that board in me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, image on Facebook reminded me of that, so I thought I'd share that story. And uh, I just wondered if, if either of y'all had any harrowing tales from your childhood of, of you know, things that parents used to do that, that you know, probably you know, wouldn't fly anymore, I guess. <laughs> At least not in a public setting like a grocery store. Anyway, talk to y'all later again. As I always say, you're doing a fantastic job and uh, enjoy listening. So I'll talk to you next time. Go. go, 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 go. <laughs> uh, my mom beat me with a fly swatter, a metal handled fly swatter growing up. It still has the fly swatter. Um, <laughs> and you could hear it come off the nail in the kitchen and you knew it was bad. So I get it. And I've got the, the shoulder pinch too, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. And that was just the way it was. Yeah. But that was that was another time mm-hmm. in life where people would beat kids in public like mm-hmm. it wasn't anything. So I have a great story about my brother when he was fourteen years old. Mm. He was talking back to our mom one morning and she just had enough of it and she just slapped him across the face. <laughs> Open hand. And he said he threatened to call DHR on her. You know, he said, You yeah. can't you can't do you, you know what you did, that's not allowed. I'm gonna report you to the authorities. And as serious as she could, she just said, Well, if you're gonna report me to the authorities and if I'm gonna go to jail, I'm gonna make it worth it. <laughs> At which point she grabbed him and I mean she just went to town, <laughs> slapped him six times in a row. At oh, least. Oh, oh wow. I mean just one after the other. Wow. So <laughs> taught Brad a little lesson there. <laughs> better mean it don't let you call you bluff <laughs> so yeah. I, I guess i guess that's the lesson here if uh if your kids threaten to put you in prison yeah. make it worth it make it worth it <laughs> no i agree but yeah i uh i still am traumatized by my mom beat me with a fly swatter <laughs> so as sweet a lady as my mom is <laughs> yeah but I, I deserved a lot of it <laughs> yeah i mean there's one in one day as a kid at my grandmother's i burnt upset the tablecloth on fire and I also drew on the wall in the living room with uh, fingernail polish. So. Yeah, like a little satanic sign, didn't you? Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> I told it. Also colored on the carpet one time with a permanent marker in my bedroom because uh-huh. I was mad. And I drew like a little design in the carpet that stayed there, I think, until my parents <laughs> recarpeted the house before they sold it. It's right at the entrance into my into my closet. I deserved a lot. Yeah, I probably deserved a lot more than I got, to be honest. Right. So. I can't criticize my parents. They did a great job with what they were what they were given with me. <laughs> well, any other correspondence this week? 
No, I believe that'll about do it. But one thing we absolutely have to do before we end the show is we have to thank our patrons. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we thank all of our patrons, but I would like to specifically by name mention those who <laughs> I almost said tied. It's not tied. Those who donate at the 10 or above tier on Patreon. And they are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco. <laughs> Wisco. Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, The Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jackie B., and Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Thank you all so much for donating to the show. It means so much. And it's also going to help grow the show because next year, we've yeah. been doing this podcast for three years. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I know. Time yeah. flies. That does it. Well, but next year we're going to have an ad budget. We're going to every right. single month, we're going to have ads we're gonna, on a variety of yeah. places. So I heard a little rumbling about a website coming. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not involved with any of this, by the way. So I hope it works out great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could probably pay like Thomas to make us one or something. Okay. Or maybe not even pay. I just force him to. Just make him do it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, hey, you live here for free, so this is what you have to do for me. Has it, Thomas made a website before? Uh, he does all kind of coding and okay, stuff cool. all the time. He's He wants to go into like, all right. computer well, nerd stuff. Yeah. So. Because I know, I think we have to pay for like, we have to pay for somebody to host it. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like a. I was going to try to just figure it out, but if he knows it, he can I do it. I don't know if he knows it. I imagine he could do a better job than I could. We'll just make him do it. Well, I mean, we got John, former fill-in host of this show, <laughs> John Horton. Oh, yeah. You know, but I feel like he would want to charge us a lot of money. I was about to say, I <laughs> like, I want him to do a John solid. is very, very, very good at what he <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, absolutely. And he would, I would imagine he would expect to get compensated. Yeah. I need him to just do us a solid here. Did you see the... But hey, Jayla's getting us a logo any day now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad John actually put us together a logo. <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. That's, that and endures, logo, endures to this day. That little logo has done us well. It yeah, has done it us has. very well. <laughs> so good. I don't want to change it. No, I think, you it, know? I think it serves us perfect. If it ever does, if we ever do get like a different logo, I still want that same design. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, we just need to just spruce it up. It a little. Yeah, let yeah. somebody professional, like but, an uh, actual graphic designer do it. Yeah. But yeah, Planet Earth with Groucho Marx glasses. I that's never want to change it. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. That's right. That is my one contribution <laughs> yeah. to this whole show. Is the that. thing that everyone knows us by. <laughs> yeah. That was all me. Credit to me, by <laughs> the way. Credit to John. <laughs> People forget. I came up with a logo. Yeah. So yeah, if if you know somebody out there mm -hmm. who wants to build a website for us and we'll do it for free, then yeah. send them our way. <laughs> Just real quick, have you ever did you ever see the free website that John built for Casey Dunaway? Yes, the, the like bodybuilder, like <laughs> yeah, powerlifting one. Yes, I did. That's why. <laughs> that's why I haven't asked John to make us a free website. <laughs> but there's got to be somebody out there. Yeah, like. Number one thing you got to know about me and Tiny is we don't want to pay you any money to do this. <laughs> we, we are looking for mission work from your part, <laughs> on your part. Uh, use the talents the Lord has given you to help us grow our show. Yes. Yeah, there we go. There's a guilt of into it. Is it like Good Baptist, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I guess that'll about do it for the, uh, for the show. What you got coming up? 
Oh, well, no, 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 no. We got to mention this. Oh, yeah. Uh, as we mentioned last week, but we're going to say it again this week, we're moving. Oh, that's right. Hosting yeah. services. We are. We are currently in the middle of moving our show over to Acast. It's going to be really great in some ways, but we're going to have just one feed instead of the two. And Acast allows us to have like uh, all our patrons content exclusive. Mm-hmm. It hasn't exactly been quite as seamless as I, I still can't listen to it. <laughs> the email made it sound a lot more seamless than it has turned out to be. But uh, if you haven't gotten your patrons content, I'm sorry. We we posted on on pay, on the Patreon website itself. Yeah, they have an excellent mobile app, and they're supposed to. I'll, I'll post another uh, quest like page about it that I found where you can actually log into Patreon and you can go to your like rewards tab or something and you can like get the RSS that you need. So we're still in transition, yeah. but so there's some bumps in a row. Yes. Just bear with us. Yes. And also you know, we, those other feeds are still up, but uh, you may have some trouble accessing them. I'm not sure if you will or not, but the new feed, the new ACAST feed is going to be in the show notes. So make sure you're on that feed before the end of the year. There we go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, we're just going to make things <laughs> as difficult as possible for everybody. And uh, we appreciate you sticking with us through all these changes. It's really going to benefit uh, everybody better in the long run. In just, the long run. Yeah. Short term pain for a long term gain. That's all it is. There we go. Yeah. It's, it's going to be your short term pain for our long term. Yeah, pain. exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, there, <laughs> Tiny and I are what's important in this whole equation. <laughs> there was a coupon code for a free year of hosting. So, so there we go. There we go. <laughs> we're trying to save. We're saving a little bit of we're money. We're trying to save two hundred bucks here. Yeah, we need to. We need. <laughs> we need all, to. so we can spend money writing really great commercials and ads for other shows. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what so we, we can do. Get other people to <laughs> give us money. Yeah, and listen and and leave reviews yeah. like our listeners just refuse to do. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, you got anything coming up in the Patreon's extension? I mean, I know I mean, you do, but I, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about yet. Okay. But I'm going to talk about something. So that's all I got for everybody. <laughs> We're going to talk. I'm going to mention a story about some drugs that uh, unfortunately got mixed up. Oh, uh, if you were trying to take your depression medication and you got another kind of medication in the mail, I wonder what what that could be, <laughs> and what kind of effect would that have on your depression? Uh, depends on the medicine. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It would. Uh, it this other medicine we're talking about definitely had uh, an uplifting effect. <laughs> okay, a right. well, good deal. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are Earth Oddity at PlanetMail.net. If you like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram page, too. That's right. Underscore Earth Oddity. Yeah, it's popping off over there. <laughs> yeah. And we also have a Discord server. Link in the show notes. We also have a phone number. What's that phone number? That phone number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network Sunday. Love y'all. Bye.
This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>